back. Welcome back. Realism Sports Talk, episode 43. We're going to be talking, what's up with Playoff P? Where does he stand in the NBA? Scottie Pippen being petty Betty to the fullest. This is crazy. Eastern Conference Finals. Are they going to be without their superstars? If so, what's going to happen? Better playoff debut, Booker or Ice Track? I'm sad to say, but I think it's going to be an end of an error in tennis. But the NCAA is going to start allowing student-athletes to make that money. I like that. And, and you know, we got to have a Nationals minute since they've been kicking my Mets' butt. Um, two Nationals are doing some things. One spectacular thing happened today for them. So, I'm going to give them some love. And then baseball, I'm going to give y'all one word and one word only. Or something that you better start doing. Alright. So, let's get into it. Let's get into it. All I've been hearing is Paul George. Paul George. But he never gets no credit. It's always, yeah, he's this, he's that. But don't forget he's this also. Like, why? Why are we giving him all this hate? What is going on? Why is everybody hating Paul George? Do we forget? Do we forget when this guy was wearing this right here? You know what I mean? When I say I'm a Paul George fan, I was a Paul George fan. Paul George fan. Fan. I, I, sport, I collect sports cards. Um, I collect all kinds of Kobe stuff. I was doing the same thing with Paul George. It didn't get as intense, obviously, but that's the way I liked him. You know, I got jerseys. Jerseys, Paul George. You know what I'm saying? I got tons of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I've known how great he is. You know what I'm saying? His birthday is my wife's birthday. You know what I'm saying? We love some Paul George. You know what I mean? But anyway. So I can't figure out why everybody's hating on him. So we started looking at it. You know what I'm saying? He's had 18 straight games over 20 points. Only four people in the history done that. One of them's Jordan. One of them's Kobe. And one of them's KD. And the last one is Paul George. Okay. Yeah, elimination games. He's coming through. On the road. He's coming through. It's crazy. But it's not crazy to me. I'm going to tell you why I think the whole thing is, is what it is. But the last game. First player ever in history in the playoffs. Come on, yo. 40 points on 20 shots. And shot 75% from the floor. Shot 50% from three-point range. Shot 100% from free throws. First time ever. And he plays defense, too. People forget about that. <laughs> I mean, what? People forget about that. I love Paul George. I hate the Clippers because I'm a Laker fan. I'm, I'm conflicted, yo. I'm conflicted. If I knew Kawhi Leonard was not coming back, I'd be like, let's go Clippers. That's how much I like him over the dislike of the Clippers. Like, if the Clippers wind up winning, it's like, oh, wow, they won one time in their freaking history. This Laker town, baby, we got the rings. We got the championship. Y'all got one? Cool. Good job, little brother. Pat you on the head. But my player got one. That would mean way more if Kawhi Leonard don't come back. Kawhi Leonard come back, I don't want him to win, period. That, that's who's, that's who's going to make my, my hate more. Just because I don't want him to win three rings three different places, I think he's overrated. 
think he's a great player, but it's something about I liked him in college. I don't know what it is, and it's probably just me. I'm sure it's just me. Cause I liked him in college. I liked him. I even liked him in San Antonio. I don't know. I think it's cause he, cause he stood us up. They both stood us up. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard both should have been Lakers. I've done that trade. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George for AD and LeBron. I'd have took that trade. Just cause you know how I feel about LeBron. All right, let me get off of that. Let me get off of that. For Paul George, we getting all this hate. My question is, first question, is he an alpha? And what I mean by that is, can he be a one? Can he be a one? You know, can you be the number one? The answer is yes. Playoff P was here. With here. This is playoff P. This is playoff P going against the Miami Heatles. Everybody forgets the Heatles. You know what I mean? The first super team that started all this bull crap. He was going at him. One round, once, one season went game seven, next one game six, but they were battles. And it was him. And he was dunking on him. There's moments. That's playoff P. That's playoff P when he's the alpha. The problem is, he wanted to get out of there because he wanted to win. He thought he had to go somewhere else. Went there with Oklahoma City. What happened? What happened? He went there. Took over. Almost won MVP. He almost won MVP. Almost won MVP. But he couldn't be the alpha there because Russell Westbrook was always going to try to be the alpha. I mean, Russell Westbrook tried to be the alpha when KD was there. KD's better than Paul George. And he, he tried to be the alpha over him. You don't think he's going to be the alpha over, over Paul George? So then what happens? What happens then? Then he goes to the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard knew who he wanted. Kawhi Leonard was smart. He said, I'm a two-way player. He's a two-way player. We're going to lock it down and we're younger. Let's go. And they should have. And that's the problem with them. That's why it's a disappointment for them if they don't win. Because it's like, yo, this is the second, second year. Y'all did this two years ago and you didn't win either year. Now Kawhi Leonard's hurt. They were supposed to lose to Utah when he went down. P Playoff P came through because he's the alpha. He's at a second wheel, yo. He's, he's still got a couple more years to be an alpha. I'm serious. He does. Maybe three, maybe three, four years. But he's got to be the alpha. That's why I won't be surprised if the Clippers shop Kawhi. Why not? Shopping. Shopping for Ben Simmons and something. Ben Simmons. He don't want to shoot, but he'll give you the rock. Playoff P. And he plays defense. I'm just saying, that could be a super trade right there. We'll see how it works. But, um, yeah, I think he's out. I think that's the problem. I think that's the problem. He's supposed to be the leader. Next two to, two to four years, he should be a leader of a team. So, that's what I feel about it. And then people, so, so, if he's an alpha, is he top 10 in the league? I say yes! I say yes! I mean, you got, you got, you got, all right, you got LeBron. People are always going to say LeBron right now. Even Kawhi, people are going to say Kawhi. Even though I'm saying get rid of Kawhi and keep it. But, but people are going to say that. People are going to say um, Kevin Durant. Sure. People are going to say Giannis. People are going to say Anthony Davis. People are going to say those five. And, and, and you know what? I'm going to give you those five. But then we start looking at the rest. I'm going to give you an argument with them. I mean, you you talk about, all right, when people are going to say James Harden, I'm going to be like, well, I mean, I mean, 
I mean, I can make a case. I can make a case that he's better. I mean, he plays both sides of the ball. So if James Harden's a nine at scoring and George is a seven and a half or eight, on defense, George is a nine and Harden is going to be like a six. So that gap is in favor of Paul George. You see what I'm saying? You go, Damian Lillard, same thing. I mean, we're going to do the same thing with him. I'm going to do the same measurements. You know what I mean? Steph Curry, same thing. Same thing. Same thing. I'm just saying. And Joel Embiid, I mean, I, I can make an argument for either one of them. But, I mean, that's where we're getting closer. But I only said five before. So, even if you get, even if you took Embiid, that's still six. He's still in the top. There's still not four more people better. Than who, I mean, unless you try to put one of these young guns in front of him, one of these young Zimes or all the uh, John Moran or all that. Oh, you can't do that, Jason Tatum. You can't do that yet either. That's what I'm trying to say. He's top ten. Yo, he's top ten. Kawhi Leonard's top five. They were supposed to win. They are supposed to win. And I think that's the problem. But now without Kawhi, Paul George is showing you that he could do that. Make that trade for Ben Simmons. Paul George, Ben Simmons. I'm scared of that. I'm scared of that. Let me know what y'all think about that. Who Who's your top 10? I know Brandon going to send me one. Who's your top 10? You know what I mean? But let's get to some funny. It's kind of concerning. Though. It ain't really funny. My Pharrell Award. Scotty Pippen out here being petty, but he running this mouth. He got mad over the last dance and all that. I mean, I ain't going to lie, yo. They kind of hammered at Scotty Pippen, yo. They kind of hammered at him. Like, everybody knew that it was an issue about that jump. And they brought up the Tony Kukoc shot against the Knicks, Phil Jackson. He's bent and Scotty Pippen sat on the bench. So that was the whole reason for this. But he's going to write a book. He's out writing a book. And then you talk about your coach is racist. <laughs> In the struggle that we got going on with Black Lives Matter and all these things going on, you go, you go throw race in there that, that's ignorant. <laughs> For real, Scotty, yo, and and I hope to I hope to God that we find out that I was wrong and Scotty was right because I feel bad calling you a liar and calling you stupid. Not that you probably will ever hear this, but really, you're calling him a racist. He played basketball in New York, you know. He played with some greats over there. Well, Frazier. <laughs> And then he coached many black men and had relationships with many black men. And many black men wanted to be around him and a part of him. What? He's a racist. I ain't never seen no hippie, hemp-smoking racist like that. I ain't never heard of that. Like, you, you couldn't come up with nothing else other than racist with all the stuff going on in the world? That's just making everything look stupid. For real, Scotty? Ah, oh, man. Anyway, last night... Last in the game, Eastern Conference Finals. Everybody thought Giannis was going to win this game. Trey Young's out; they have no chance. Hawks have no chance. Then we find out PJ Tucker coming out in the game talking about, "Yeah, we just thought we were going to go into court and win." What? What are you doing? 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 How are you preparing? What is going on? We're going to get to that. We're going to get back to that. But Giannis goes out injured. Hawks destroy them without Trey Young. So now my fact or fiction. Fact or fiction. My fact says the Atlanta Hawks 
can beat the Milwaukee Bucks if Giannis and Trey Young do not play the morning series. That's my fact. And I'm going to tell you why, though. I'm going to tell you why people go like, oh, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, those are, they're on the U.S. Olympic team. What? That's going to be another day. The U.S. Olympic team is Zach Levine. What? What? Hold on. And the one boy, the Grant boy, Jeremy Grant, that's your Olympic team? You couldn't get John Morant. You couldn't get none of these. What are you doing? Anyway. Anyway. What? But, yeah, my fact is the Hawks can beat them. You take away my best player, you take away your best player, my team will beat you. And that's crazy to say that. That's crazy to say that. But I'm going to tell you why, though. I think the mindset of Milwaukee, just like I said with P.J. Tucker talking about, oh, yeah, we thought we were going to go on the court like that. Your star player let you think that? Your star player let you think that? Uh, what? Tell me, tell me a winner and a leader that ain't never been like, yo, don't take nothing for granted. You know what I'm saying? They all up in your face. Let's go. Let's handle business. This ain't no joke. What? Your star player let you do that? And your coach let you do that? Your coach let you do that? This coach been dying to get fired for the past two, three years. You keep getting all this regular season stuff, MVPs for your player, and all that, and ain't won nothing. Now your best players allowing them to think they're gonna just walk on the court and win. That means you ain't preparing them well either. Wow, that's some softy stuff. That's some softy stuff. That's the difference. This is the reason why I think the Hawks can win without the two superstars. It's because of the coaching difference. Coach Bud's been trying to get fired forever. Nate McMillan came in, took over a team that was horrible. That was horrible. And then once he stepped in, they had the best record in the East. So we shouldn't be surprised. When he took over they, to the end, they had the best record in the East. Nobody paid attention because they were so bad. They were so bad before that nobody paid attention to them getting to the number five seed. Because man, really, if you look at it, five, six, through the eight to the ten, whatever, it's bad teams. They're bad teams. So they thought, oh, the Knicks are hot. That's the fun story of the year. The Knicks. La, 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 la. And then they beat them. And it's like, oh, Trey Young coming out party. Shh. Squad is in here. Shh. You know what I'm saying? That's how all that started. That's how all that started. But he instills that confidence in them. He instills that in them. Different than Giannis. Giannis allowed y'all to go into court. What a chance to put the hammer into him, go 3-1. And think that y'all were just going to walk in there and win. Trey Young's boys came out and said, hey, our boy ain't out here, but he's he's in there, in, he's in there, we'll just teach you talking, we're doing these things, and they went and destroyed you. It's the mindset, it's the same thing with Chris Paul concept. Chris Paul's instilled everything in the team, mixed with Monty Williams, they, they, just, they just changed it, the culture and everything. So when he was out, those two games, Booker said, that's okay, let me do what I do. Let me do what I do. Everybody else, let me do what I do. Campaign, come do what I do. Aiden, come do what I do. Because we train for this. We train for these moments. We ready to do it. Giannis is just going through the motions because he's a freak athlete. Come on, man. That's that's disappointing. That's disappointing. I really don't care who wins. I mean, I, I it's a storyline for either one. But I, I don't want the Clippers to win. <laughs> I don't want them to win because I'm scared Kawhi Leonard's going to come back. And I don't want them to win together. If Paul Jersey's going to win, I hope he wins by himself. 
It's 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 weird hate love hate between that situation and me. I told you, told you I'm torn apart about it. But anyway, so we talk about these, we talk about the playoffs and the debuts and everything going on. Who who we think stand stood out the most? I mean, obviously we saw Trey. See what he's been doing. Booker, see what he's been doing. You know what I mean? The playoff debuts. It has to be between them two. Who who had a better one? That's tough for me. But everybody's going to pick Trey Young because he's a name now. His personality brings him a name. That's marketable. That's smart. David Booker might ultimately become the better player between the two, which I wouldn't be shocked to say that because he's bigger and he's longer, whatever. It's kind of like when they, when they, um, when the Mavericks wanted Luka over Trey Young. You know what I'm saying? He's just bigger. But, I mean, hey, Trey Young's going to get marketed because he's got that moxie about him, you know. And the moxie's going to make you think that, that he had a play, better playoff debut. And that's why I'm a picky. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. That's what I do. But my trending up, trending up, though, trending up is the whole NBA future. We talk about these two guys' playoff debuts. Young, John Moran, Zion Williams, young, all these stars, young. Uh, and even our super-duper stars, like Steph Curry, he's still got some, he got some years left. Dame Little still got some years left. But these upcoming stars, who in the draft that's going to happen, what, the top six is going to be like, oh, you never know. And then there's always ones that come through that nobody thought about. So the NBA future is... It's something else, man. Especially with that whole G League, too. They can go there, go to school. Da, da, da. Now they talk about paying the student athletes. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said paying the student athletes. The NCAA now is going to let you make money off your name, image, and likeness. What? I said, look, I had a conversation with my boy. I was like, yo, man, you need to go out, bust your butt, and do it at your school and market yourself, baby. Yo, can you imagine? What's going to happen now? It's crazy, but all I know is I hope my boy go out there and Alabama State and do his thing. And let's market it out, baby. Let's get it. Let's get it. Swag, HBCU, all right? Let's go. Yeah, I'm happy about that. My trending now, I hate to say it too, man. It looks like an end of the era. The Williams sisters, man. That's my trending now. It might be a career for both. I mean... I am, I'm I'm really sad. I remember watching them when they were young with the little braids in their hair and the beads playing. And Venus was my girl. She was the one. She was older. But she was better in the very beginning. In the very beginning. Serena's probably the best ever player. Venus probably top 10, though. Yeah, definitely. But um, but Venus was my one. Yeah, whatever, whatever. But it was fun watching them. They were taking over. Taking over. You never seen black black girls doing this. And they were young. Still, but now watching them now, man, it's like, like Serena just got hurt first round, had to get out. She was trying to win, win another major, tie the records, and all this, this, this. But she's been getting hurt a lot lately. She had a lot of other things going on. I know she had the baby and all that. Just little things have been going on with her. It seems like in the in the news through the years, that's not like highlights anymore. And Venus, and Venus been losing a lot that people don't even talk about. I saw she was playing doubles with the other girl, Coco, whatever. But um, she ain't been winning a lot. I can't remember the last time she won anything. At uh, at all. Like, I heard she lost today, and I was just like, I wasn't surprised anymore. 
And that's bad because when the Venus sisters were on top for so long, it was a shock to see them lose. It was we would hope to see one versus one in the finals. Like those are awesome times when they would play in the finals. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even watch tennis like that, but I would watch stuff like that. It was entertaining. And now watching them like on their crutches and getting to the finish line is sad to see, man, because the Venus sisters changed the game. Changed the marketing, changed the game, changed the notoriety of tennis. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that they're the only ones, but they changed it in a different aspect than anybody else could have. So that's my trending down, the Williams sisters. Um, all right, this is the Nats minute for the 5 4 old chop on SoundCloud, Drew Harlow. <sighs> His Nats. They, yo, they're tearing up my Mets lately, man. I'm getting kind of frustrated. We got the best pitching in baseball, the best pitcher, at least, in baseball. Maybe he might have the best season in history, too. But we can't hit the ball. The Mets can't hit the ball. Why, what is going on? Fire the hitting coach. Get somebody else. Let's go. Cork a bat. Do something. Everybody else cheating. Cheat. Put buzzers on yourself. We need to score some runs. I mean, I'm tired of being – I was excited for baseball. I was like, oh, my God, my Mets got a, a big player. And I, I'm going to really pay attention to it now. And now I'm sitting here like, eh. Same old, same old. But it's supposed to be the <laughs> Nats minute, not the Mets minute. Trey Turner, the shortstop for the Nats, celebrated his 28th birthday. Hitting for the cycle. First time in modern era. He hit for the cycle on his birthday. Crazy. Crazy. Kyle Schwarber is pissing me off. I know that. What the hell? He's corking bats. Pine tar. Something's going on. This dude's hit 16 home runs in 18 games. I mean, how they hitting the ball? Anyway, there you go, Drew. There you go, Drew. Enjoy your Nats minute. We coming back. It ain't over yet. Baseball's a marathon. All we got to do is get in. Wild cards win the World Series all the time. And what happens in the playoffs? Pitching wins. Pitching. And we got pitching. And we got the best. It ain't over yet. Mets coming back. But for baseball, for baseball itself, I like the wild cards for, for the playoffs. But I got one word for y'all. Like uh, Charles Barkley used to be like, Ginobili. I hated that crap. As a Laker fan, the Spurs, yeah, Keith. Me and Keith used to battle with them Lakers and Spurs, yo. We used to have some rivalry battles. It was tense. And Brandon, his brother, Laker fan too. We used to be, yeah, we used to be at it. Tim Duncan and um, his boys, Tony Parker, Ginobili, and then it was Kobe, Shaq, you know, and us. And then it was Kobe and Saul and Andrew Bond. Yo, them times was crazy. I miss basketball like that, mostly because it was my team, but with Kobe, but. It was fun then. But here you go. Baseball. One word. Barkley's Ginoble. Relas of Sports Talk. Otani! That's all you got to say. This guy's hitting home runs. This guy's leading the league home runs. For the California Angels. This dude is stealing bases. This dude is running. This dude's everything. I mean, what kind of athlete are you? Oh, he's pitching too. What? This dude is pitching, striking out people. Like, what is going on? What is going on? Why is this dude not the face of all kinds of stuff? Baseball. 
I mean, you're on the cover of games. You better be on magazines. You need to be before every game. It could be the Orioles versus the Yankees. They better show a picture of Otani. You had to market this dude. What are you doing? This dude is crazy. What are we doing? And he's Otani. So he's, and I'm not trying to be racist or nothing, but he's some kind of ease, Chinese, Japanese, something, right? And they ain't got more people than anybody. You have all kinds of fans. Otani! That's all I want to say, baseball. But my pick for tonight's game, which is going to be about an hour. Suns Clippers. Who's going to win? I'm going with the Suns. Going with the Suns to pull off the upset. Because everybody's thinking the Clippers going to win at home before the game's happening. I think Chris Paul's going to see it and say, hey, nah, I want to win in L.A. I want to win in the Clippers' place. I want to win when y'all had that racist owner that was calling everybody names, talking about Magic Johnson and having a, all this and this and this. Yeah. I want to win on that court and say, I did it without y'all. Chris Paul, tonight, I did it without y'all. Let's go. Thank y'all for tuning in, Relatives of Sports Talk. Appreciate it.